Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everybody. Who knows what the first thing I'm going to say is? Extra bonus points to the first person. <laughs> Turn your cameras on. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yes, you know, if your cam, please turn your cameras on. Thank you, because you knew I was going to say it. I'm like, do I even need to say it again? Anyway, so thank you all for being here. The reason you are here today is because you have a problem. You have a problem that you have a ton of leads and you don't know what to do with them. And, you know, you're worried because you have, you're paying for this money, you're paying for money. Like, was it last week or the week before I did this thing? And I calculated, it was last week, I calculated if you're spending $50 a lead and you get five leads a day and you're not making any phone calls, you literally just wasted $250. Okay. So maybe that's your problem. Your problem is you have a lot of leads, you have a big database, you have, um, you know, you have uh, five, five or six leads coming in a day and you just don't have the time to call them. So that's why you're here. And you have been hearing, you know, at ISA. Oh, hey, Steve's son. What's your son's name, Steve? Uh, Jack, sorry. I was uh, on mute. Sorry. I didn't realize I was off mute. <laughs> it's okay, he's cute. We'll let, we'll cute. let it slide. We'll let it slide. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, so you guys, here's the deal. You've been hearing that you, you've been hearing the term ISA. It's been going around, whether it be from, you know, if you know from street text or you're in anything, you hear ISA, right? And you want, to, you're thinking about hiring an ISA. And I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story and then I'll introduce uh, my guest today. Many of you probably know who she is. Um, so when I first uh, started getting lots of leads actually started coming from street text, right? Like my database from street text grew from like, I had like 200 people in my database when I started street text and I had like well over 1100 in like six months. I mean, it was, it was just insane how quickly my database grew. And I found myself at this massive problem, right? Like I was growing so fast and I had nothing, I didn't know what to do. So, um, you know, at that time I was super fortunate to have this awesome person on my team who really loved being on the phone and she would like make calls to people and she just would like, like book me appointments left and right. And I was like, okay, well, this is cool. And then anyway, she left. That's fine. Cause she's amazing. And she's doing her own thing now. But so that I have gone through multiple iterations of hiring ISAs. I have used services. I've had an ISA on my team, like an individual on my team. And um, you guys, there's a difference between both of them. So I'm going to start out this conversation with explaining the difference between like what an ISA, like what an ISA's function on your team could be. Um, but then also like we're going to go into with Sarah, some of the do's and don'ts and like what an ISA does do versus what an ISA doesn't do. Because I think that's another thing that like I had to really learn. I'm going to tell you that was really like a thing for me to learn was like, what is my, is my ISA actually doing something? Like, you know, it's a hard, it's, it's hard. Um, so here's the thing. The first thing I want to talk about is talking about like, what is an ISA service versus what an, what is an ISA on your team? Does anybody have any guesses? Does anybody want to kind of start this with a guess? No. Okay. So an ISA service is just that it is a centralized service that services more than one realtor or more than one lender or more than one client. They're working with multiple people, oftentimes dozens of people at a time. And they're spending an hour or maybe maybe a couple hours a day calling through leads that you allocate to them. 
Okay. So a lot of times in, in many cases, it's a, you're exporting a lead to, a, you're exporting your, your leads to a CSV file with your notes and whatnot, and you're sending it over an email. Sometimes maybe you're forwarding your incoming leads to their like preferred email address, but they're calling your leads as a representative of your team with and helping multiple other agents at a time, which is an awesome cost-effective way to have someone call through leads, especially sale leads that are sitting in your database. Okay. It's super cost-effective. Having an ISA on your team is a little bit different. An ISA on your team is more like they're like a almost like a client care specialist, if you will. They are calling through your database on a regular basis. They are catching leads as they come in. They're mining your data. They're mining your database, and they are on your team, and they work specifically for you. And it's not always the most cost effective because sometimes you have to pay someone a little bit more money to be an employee. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, there's pros and cons to both. Either way. The one thing you want to look for in an ISA is you want to find someone who likes to be on the phone. Because how many of you, you can raise your hand, you know, you don't have to, how many of you have call reluctance? Okay. That is why you need an ISA because if you have call reluctance, you are not going to pick up the phone. As much as I sit here and tell you, pick up the phone, pick up the phone, pick up the phone, you're not going to do it. And this is why you need an ISA. Okay, so let me introduce Sarah. So Sarah is here. How many of you know who Sarah is? Awesome. If you don't, you're about to know because I'll tell you what, Sarah is the epitome of someone who likes to be on the phone. She loves it. And I like, I got to tell you, when the first time she started calling on some leads for me, I was like, girl, she just like, she doesn't care. Like some of the rejections, I was like, cool, on to the next, let's go, let's keep going. Like she just is like relentless on the phone in a good way. You guys, I say re relentless to me is a very positive thing unless you're using it negatively. But um, anyway, she's relentless on the phone. And so Sarah, I'm gonna have you do a quick introduction. Tell us about kind of like your history because you started out as an ISA for a coaching company and kind of like, tell us where you are today. Okay, yeah. Um, if my video isn't working, can you guys hear me okay at least? <laughs> Yeah, let's turn your video off for one second because it's kind of it's kind of like spotty. It's wonky, huh? Okay. Yeah. Um, my I think my whole computer is waking up right now. One second. Sorry, but I will tell you guys. I'm trying to figure this stop video out. Um. So yes, I am. Uh, I am an ISA. I own an ISA company called the Inside Sales Agency. But before that. I was on Linnea's team. And before that, I ran a um, coaching sales team for a real estate coaching company. And I found that I really, really loved to, um, you know, the daily wins of like connecting people with who they're meant to be with um, as far as, you know, like a real estate agent with a coach. And then when I started selling real estate, um, you know, the wins are few and far between. And I found that it wasn't really... It wasn't really my thing. I like the Monday through Friday, nine to five type of thing and not the every, every, every day of the week, like, you know, weekends and all that kind of stuff that a, um, an agent goes. To. So hey, Sarah, you can pause, hear that. Let's pause for just a second. Your sound, your sound is really spotty right now too. Okay. I'm, I'm going to hop off and try to come right back and go ahead, Linnea, with what you have. Okay. okay. Sorry. So we're going to have Sarah log back in. It happens. It happens, you guys. Technology in the day and age of technology. Okay, so basically what Sarah was telling you guys is that um, she was on my team. So she was my assistant for a while and she uh, um, was, went on to start her own company because I'll tell you, she's phenomenal. How many of you have actually worked with Sarah? 
Right. And I'll tell you what, there is a, there is a true, there is a true talent when someone uh, can pick up the phone, call people and actually book appointments for you. So I'm going to tell you a couple of things that um, she, I'm going to let her come back on in here in a minute. We'll do like the whole, like what they do and don't do, but here's what I'm going to tell you a couple of my experiences. Okay. So when I first, um, when I went from having like an ISA service to having an ISA on my team, um, I had to go through this whole mindset shift about what an ISA should and should not be doing. And if you guys have used an ISA in the past, you may be able to relate to this, but I used to think that um, an ISA is supposed to uh, book me appointments every time. Like if they're not booking me appointments, they're not doing their job. And that's not true. Okay. I had to go through this whole mindset shift. And I don't know if any of you know who Hunter, Hunter McKay is, but he is, if you guys don't know who you need to find, you need to go find him and you need to talk to him because he is a genius. And I called him one day and I was like, Hunter, you are so good with ISAs. I need some help. I need to know, like, what am I doing in the whole, like trying to get, you know, my ISA to book me more appointments. It was my whole thing. He's not booking me any appointments. He's not booking me any appointments. So I went through a whole like coaching call, coaching call, whatever call with him. And he basically told me that, listen, Linnea, your ISA's job is to find one piece of gold in a pile of silver. That is your ISA's job. Does that make sense? Does anyone, do you guys know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Their job is not to Yes, their job is, it's great when they do book appointments, but their job is to find the, you're in your database. Their job is to find the people that you need to be connecting with. Because the reality is their job, they don't convert. ISAs are not, aren't, the, aren't the people who are going to like make you go to the appointment. Sometimes they'll book in face-to-face -face appointments. I have gotten some, right? Those are awesome. I love that when that happens. But their job is to find the one piece of gold in the pile of silver, and just imagine how tough that is. Like how much time does that actually take, right? If you have, you know, even a hundred people in your database and there's like one piece of gold in there, like you need someone to help you find that because you need to know where you're actually, where you should be spending your time. Your job is to spending time on the high leverage people, the high leverage activities. So if you're spending your time on all the people at the bottom of the barrel, you know what I mean? You're wasting your time. Does anyone, does everyone agree with me? Okay. So that is what an ISA does. Their job is to find the people that you should be connecting with. Now, it is an awesome, awesome, awesome bonus when you get an appointment. It's awesome. I love that. I have had appointments booked for me. I'm like, yes. But I've also had many, many, many more people that I should be following up with and I should be connecting with and I should be nurturing. More, there's way more of those people than there are appointments. But you also have to understand it's all a numbers game, right? The reason um, Sarah has booked me, I don't know, I don't know how many appointments by now. I can't even, I lost count. But the reason why she's been able to book me so appointments is because I have a lot of people coming in. I have it's a lot of, it's a numbers game. It's about, I have so many people coming in. I have, I have lead gen constantly going, have my own nurture campaigns, my own automations going. So the reason she's been able to book me a lot of appointments is because I keep giving her more people. And the people that I do give her, if they are duplicates, she remembers them. Like, she's like, hey, you remember that guy? I remember that guy. And like, I can call her and be like, Sarah, do you remember this person? She's like, yeah, she talks for like 45 minutes every single time I talk to her. I'm like, yeah, but she, she just bought a house. She's like, cool, right? So, so she knows what I'm talking about. 
But you guys, that is your ISA's job. So if you are, if you have an ISA working for you, like their job is not to convert that lead. I've actually heard people say, you know, I tried using this ISA company or I tried having an ISA or I tried doing this, but they never converted anything. I never closed anything. And being really honest, I'm not judging. How many of you have said that before or have thought that before about an ISA who have used an ISA? They haven't closed anything for me. Okay, so there's a problem. It's not the ISA's job to close a deal for you. Is that, is that true? Mm-hmm. The, ISA, the person who's supposed to close the deal is me. So if my ISA is digging in my pile of gold, I'm sorry, my pile of silver and finding me the gold, like I'd like more than one gold coin. I'd like a hundred gold coins in like a pile of a hundred silver coins, <laughs> like a hundred, I'd like a one-to-one ratio. But if my ISA is doing that, my ISA is doing their job. So that's kind of like my experience. And that's what I had to go through this whole mindset shift. And as soon as I got my mind to that point, I was like, it was really easy to spot the huge wins. Like, oh my gosh, I have another five people on my list this week that I need to follow up with. I have another five people on my list this week that I get to do a CMA for, that I get to do a consultation with, that I get to do all these things with. And I didn't have to call through 500 people to find those five people. I get a call five, I call five people, I make five connections. Oh my gosh, what an awesome ratio. All of a sudden the conversion ratio goes way up. Okay, Sarah, are you back? I think so. Can you hear me yes. okay now? Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Of course that would happen, but thank you for being patient. Um, okay, so do you guys want me to answer the question that I saw in the chat, which is what do they say when they call on your behalf? Go ahead. All right. So what I say as as an ISA service, um, I would say, hey, I'm going to use Lanny's example, who's here. Hey, this is Sarah. I work with Lanny Belcher over at EXP Realty in Vegas. And then, you know, I basically just say I work with them. I say that, you know, sometimes I'll say I'm part of the real estate team, but um, mostly I just say I work with them because that's the reality. And you guys, here's the deal. Um, If you, you know, you, if you have an ISA, okay, you need to make sure that that ISA knows about your business because if you want them to actually help you get leads, they need to know who you are. So if you're just passing them a pile of leads and saying, here, call them, and you're expecting them to find some like random gold in there, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. You're literally like shooting a, shooting a dart with your eyes closed. Here, call these people. Now, you have really talented people who can actually like call through them and start to make conversations and build rapport. So that's like, great when you do, but I'm going to tell you, and Sarah, you can jump in here anytime. Like you guys, if you, that I, if your ISA knows who you are, they know about your business. They know what kind of services you offer. They know how you follow up with people. They know your conversion rates. They know your stats. They, the more they know about you, the easier it is for them to help you find the, help you, help you to find that gold. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I would, I would even add that when, um, you know, people come to us, we, we ask all those questions, you know, where, where are you getting your leads? What's your conversion rate? How many closings have you had this year? What's your goal for the year? You know, those are important to us. Cause when Linnea, um, came to me, she was like, I want three appointments a week, um, to hit her goal for the year. And so, you know, when I know that, and then not only that, I, I'm going to go all out no matter what for, for my people, but, um, we want to watch your videos. Like if we have, you know, if somebody is looking at the downsizer ad on street text or something like that, they want one level homes. And then you happen to have a video about that on your YouTube page. 
That's the perfect thing to send in a text if we just left a voicemail or something like that. So we get to know you guys and we will represent you exactly how you would represent yourself. I mean, not, you know, as close as possible, but like, that's what, where the connection is. Cause if they, if they vibe with me, then they're going to vibe with you. But if they're, if they're not vibing with me, you know, then they're probably not going to vibe with you or vice versa. If we're not synced up and know exactly, you know, how to work together. The other thing that I found really helpful is to let your ISA know. Now I've done this with, I've done this with all iterations of my, of ISAs that I've used. Okay. I've used multiple services. I've used, I've had multiple people on my team. So I've done multiple iterations of ISAs. I'm gonna tell you the one thing that's common is if my ISA knows who my client avatar is, that's also really, really, really important because I, I do have, um, you know, an ISA service, it does do some cold calling for me as well. So, uh, it's a little bit, a little bit of a different, um, call, but, you know, they booked an appointment the other day and this person was a complete a-hole on the phone. Like I listened to the call. They were a complete a-hole. I'm going to tell you, I was like, I do not even want to call this person. And I did because I, it's integrity, right? My name is out there. They know who I am. And this person, as soon as they picked up the phone, I was like, yep, shouldn't have called this guy. <laughs> shouldn't have called. So whose fault is that, that I got that kind of person in my, in my, da- in my circle pool that I wasted my time? Whose fault is that? Is that my ISA's fault? No, uh-uh. ISA did their job. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is my fault. That's my fault. So I've got to tell you, like the more you can give your ISA, the better it is. Um, Sarah, you have another, another quick question. And all that, I don't know if you want to kind of like start, say, kind of re, do the reintroduction of like, okay. your goals, since we couldn't yes. that part. Okay. So um, I ran a real estate sales team for a real estate coaching company, not a real estate. Yeah a real estate coaching sales team. And I did that for two and a half years and I really loved it because every day it was competitive. We had to hit numbers. We had, you know, we had to make, uh, develop relationships. I got to know the coaches and tried to connect, you know, agents with coaches and stuff like that. And I just found a lot of joy in it. And then, um, I'll just skip over why I left. And then I ended up on Linnea's team as her assistant while I worked on my license. And um, we were amazing together. That's where I got to know uh, street text and all this other stuff. And then I got really too big for my britches when I got my license. And I was like, I want to go sell real estate by myself. And so then, you know, obviously we parted ways, but um, then I ended, she kept telling me, you need to go, you need to go start an ISA company. And, you know, that takes money and everything. But eventually I listened to her and it was the best thing I ever did because um, it's amazing. And that's where I find my joy. And now I help other people, uh, you know, find gold in their pond of silver, like Linnea was saying. So, and that is really where I find a lot of joy because when you get something from what you think might be a pile of trash, you know, and that turns into something like just your joy is my joy. Your conversion is my conversion. Like, I mean, in a certain way. Right. So like, I just, I always am rooting for people like that. So that is my kind of background on what we're doing. And now I have a team of, I think it's like four. (laughs) And so I I'm training others on how to do this because we do it a little different. And unfortunately, um, Manish, Manesh, I, I don't support Canada right now. And, um, I don't know when we will, but if we ever do, you know, friend me on Facebook and I'll let you know. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my story. Does anyone have any other questions about that? 
So so Sarah, I was going to actually ask a really quick question. Like, what do you think, like if someone is considering hiring an ISA, whether it be you or any other service or hiring someone on their team, I mean, you know, what do you think are some of the most important things that someone should look for when it comes to hiring an ISA? I mean, I have my opinion, but from your, your experience. Yeah. Um, so they obviously need to represent you. They need to have, I think having your energy is also good. So like I'm pretty high energy. Now, that being said, I have other ISAs that are a little more balanced, but I'm, I'm a little bit more like Linnea where I'm like, ah, you know, just everything that I think comes straight out of my mouth. But um, <laughs> so I think you need to match energy. You need to really educate them on what, like your, like Linnea said, your client avatar, that is massively important. You need to have them you know, go through and look at videos of, that you've created and know your community. I think that's big, even though we do this nationwide, right? Like I want to understand the market that I'm calling and every market is different as you guys probably all know. So I think that those are all things that you need to think about and help the ISA figure that out. But you also have to have re- resiliency. Your ISA needs to be consistent. They need to show up and they need to not get swayed with the wind. You know what I mean? Like they need to be, they need to be looking for the winds. If they get their face lights up when they're setting an appointment for you and you, you get happy about it and they just keep, you know, growing from that, that's what you're looking for. You want people that are like competing to get better, competing to set those appointments and stay, you know, at the top. I think the other thing that's also really important is someone who's really good at establishing rapport. You guys, it is like, it is like, it's hard. Like if you're trying to just, you don't want someone who's just going to try to go in for the, go in for the kill. No sales stuff. Yeah. No sales stuff. It's got, don't go for for getting married without getting, without the courting first. Right. You got to court people. You got to court people. And so I think it's really important. I have found massively different successes in people who know how to court people versus people who try to get married after like one, one second. So yeah, definitely you, you got to, you have to care about what they want. Like uh, the other day, um, someone said to me that, or I just, I think it was my coach. He was like, the key is their motivation to buy or sell. Cause I was asking him with the market, the way it is like, how do I say it's still a good time to sell? Right. These are the things that I'm having my ISAs find out, but you have to figure those things out and then, you know, go from there. Yeah. And I think you just actually hit on something really, really, really important too, which is you need to have an ISA who knows how to ask the right questions. Right. Cause, and what I've also found is like someone who's not doing all the talking. Cause you guys, we do a lot of talking. We need to just shut up and listen. And your ISA should be really, really good at shutting up and listening. Yeah. Because, and repeating and affirming and all of that too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because that's super, super, super important. Um, Uh, Shane, you had your mic off mute for a second there. Do you want to jump in? Shane is one of Sarah's ISAs and he's also amazing on the phone, you guys. So if you have not listened to Shane or have met Shane, Shane, do you want to come off and mute for just a second? Hi, everybody. Yeah, I would uh, agree with you guys about listening. I think listening is a huge factor because that's where you can find out what questions you need to ask. You hear what they're having to say. They say, yeah, I just really want to get out of this house because the garage is too small or the garage is too big. And then you can jump on that and ask questions related to what they're looking for. You know, why do you want to move? You got to have the right questions to ask. You got to be a good listener. It's all key. It's not just us talking and trying to seal the deal. Yeah, super important. Um, 
Okay. So sorry, you've got, you've got, a, you've got a few questions coming in. Uh, do you work with agents? Uh, Isabel's asking if you work with agents that have a small and growing database of around 700 leads. Yes, actually, Isabel, I, I cap my packages at 750 leads a month because, you know, it takes like, I think it's like seven to between seven and 14 touches before, you know, a lead converts. So um, you got to put the time in on the stuff you have. Like some of the stuff that I was calling this time last year for Linnea, I'm now calling again. And now, you know, and, and they've been nurtured. Okay. So Linnea is my client avatar. I just want to throw that out there. She is amazing. She has all of this stuff that is community driven. And so by the time that I call the lead, even if it's a year old, they've already know who Linnea is. So Yes, I, I do work with people that have um, smaller amount of leads. And I actually prefer that because you really want to get in there. Now, if they're bad phone numbers and stuff, you could replace it. So we could talk about that. So reach out to me and do a discovery call. Let's talk as well. Um, and you yes, I sent it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. The text message is actually a key part of it. Um, Lene actually converted a lead just off of a text message I sent because it reminded this person to call Lene. And I think he said uh, to me, I don't even think he responded to me. I think I just sent the text that said, hey, I'm with Linnea. And then I point him and drive him to your website, to your YouTube pages, things like that. So um, that's kind of what makes us different. And we don't just do the AI thing. Like we we sit there and respond to every text and we, um, you know, we use emojis and stuff like that. So you guys, another, another thing that I will say is that, um, so I recently passed some people over to Sarah and I was like, I don't want, I, I was like, first I was going like, I don't want them to call. Cause I've already called these people. But one of those people that Shane called for me, uh, he's just signed a buyer's agreement with me yesterday. So <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, like, it doesn't matter. Like you guys, even if you think that people, if you think that people, um, don't, or like, you don't, you don't want to convert, try to work with them anymore. Just like keep calling them because like uh, literally that guy was kind of off my radar for a minute. He was in my database to nurture, but he had been off my radar for a minute. And that trigger from Shane was kind of like, Oh, Linnea, your team just called me last week. And that's what he said to me, Linnea, I just talked to your team last week. I'm sorry. I've been silent. I think I'm ready now. And I, I mean, I talked to this guy first, like this is a street, this is a referral from a street text lead who has not closed a deal with me. Just so you know, this is a street text lead, her boyfriend. So she referred him and she has not yet closed a deal with me, but now he is going to. So um, it's, it's just because it's just because like we have that, that consistent follow-up. Um, Sarah, your uh, Jackie asked about scripts and then we'll get to Ellen's question here in a minute. Okay. So Jackie, yes, I have scripts. Now my coach would kill me for saying this, but um, my script is more of what they clicked on. Why, why am I calling them? What can I say? And I, I'm a detailed person. And um, so, and I have to be because of my husband, but that's another story. So details, details, details. And so when they click on something like on street text, and they're like, oh, maybe I click that. I tell them exactly. You click the 12 tips ad on September 4th around like 1159. Maybe, you know, it's a Saturday night. Maybe you're having a few drinks. You forgot, you know, like, but obviously you clicked on it for some reason, you know, so let's talk. And so those are the kinds of things that like I really point out. So yes, there's a script. The script is, hey, this is Sarah. I work with Lanny Belcher over at EXP Realty in Vegas. I saw you clicked on XYZ. And I just wanted to make sure you got that okay in your email, or I just wanted to check in with you and see if you made any upgrades to the home, if it's a what's your home worth, you know, there's different ways to do it. But um, from there, it's kind of 
for my ISAs and the people that I hire, it's common sense. And it's, it's just being a good person and caring about your agent and about the lead and, you know, connecting them. So. And the one thing, the one thing that I'll say that I think Sarah does really well is like, yes, she says lead, but they're not a lead. You guys, we got to get the word lead out of our freaking database, out of our mind. Like, I hate that when I look at notes in my database and I, someone typed lead said this lead said that I'm like, why are you saying lead? They're a person. It's a person behind there. And as long as you start, stop thinking of them as leads and start thinking of them as people, you can do exactly what Sarah does. And that is have a conversation with them. So easy. Um, uh, okay, Ellen, sorry, your hand has been up for a while. You've been so patient. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Um, I love all of this. And so I think, Sarah, I've asked you this question before, but I want to ask it again. Okay. Maybe I haven't, though. Different markets, you call different states, you call different towns. I'm beginning to feel like Oregon, Salem, Oregon, where I live, is a tough market. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I did by, I just listed a house that um, my last ISA company got for me. I had to nurture it for about six months, but I got it. <laughs> Congrats. Now, different markets. What, do, what are your thoughts on that? Okay. So there is a, yes, I've learned after calling, you know, all over the country for the last, what, four years, um, you know, you ha- there's a technique to it. Certain areas like I, San Diego is tough for me. Um, And so when I call San Diego, I approach it very differently. I approach it, you know, low key. If I'm calling New Jersey, um, I got to be quick, you know, but with San Diego, I almost have to say, hey, look, I'm not a telemarketer. You requested some info. Let's, you know, I just want to make sure you got that. Now, not every, you know, if I feel like I'm getting hung up on a lot in a certain area, I go and find out about that place and how to approach it because there are certain ways that you can change your energy and you know and change the way that you're doing things because some people like maybe in the south you want to say hey how are you doing today before you just jump right in there's you know i guess those are just things i've learned and things that i share um with the people that ask so thank you for asking ellen and yeah, every market's different, you guys. Every market is different. I mean, you know, here in here in my, I mean, I'm not, I'm like just south of Seattle, but I feel like, and Sarah can probably attest to this, like calling people who are like in Seattle or like the north end of the county versus people in the south end are just, it's a little bit different too. So like yeah. there's tweaks that you have to make on everything, right? So I think you have to think about that. And then you guys, I'm also going to put this out there and then there's a couple other questions. I want you to start thinking about how you respond to people who are calling you. Okay. I want you to start thinking about that. When you answer the phone, I want you to start thinking about the way you respond to the person who's calling you because what goes around comes around. The energy that you project is the energy that you will get back. So if you want people who are going to be receptive to you, the law of attraction says that you should be receptive to other people. So I just want you to think about that. So I'm just putting that out there. Sarah, you are being asked a question about, can you help with Spanish speaking leads? I can now, Isabel. Um, I actually have an ISA who is a Spanish speaking ISA. However, um, I can't always. So this is just, it just happens to be that he uh, is not full of um, clients yet. So yeah, definitely schedule a time with me. Let's talk about that. Cause I do have someone on, on my team. Most of the time I can't. So if, if that person, you know, 
was to leave. I know it's not <laughs> until I replace them or something, but yeah, that's. So get them full of clients and they'll never leave. <laughs> I don't think he's going to, it's pretty great where we're at. So. <laughs> um, okay. And then Alan's asking how much do you charge or how can people get a hold of you? Where's your website? Yes. It's the inside sales agency.com. Um, and I also, you know, I'm on Facebook. You can Google me. I'm actually at the top under the ads. Now, if you type in the inside sales agency on Google, um, and yeah, my pricing is on there too. Now we should talk before you look at that stuff and, you know, kind of go over what, who you are and what you want. So if you schedule a discovery call with me, which is, I think it's just Calendly, um, dot com forward slash the inside sales agency, but I'm not sure. So, uh, go to my website and schedule something or send me a message on Facebook. Wendy wheel tour. Hi, Wendy. Oh, she's frozen. She went away. I was really looking forward to that. <laughs> she probably had a really good question too. She's probably, oh, there she is. She's coming back. I see her. Oh, Wendy. She's back. Yay. Wendy's back. Hey. Uh, so when I talked to Sarah, I love Sarah. Uh, she mentioned that if you do hire an ISA, you need to be ready to mm -hmm. people too so like you can't be the agent that doesn't want to talk to anybody and that's why you're hiring someone so you have to be ready if they hand you off a call or they say you you know you're a team so be ready for that because you will need to do that just saying yes wendy wendy and i did have Hello? a conversation about that and uh she was saying you need to be ready you need to put in the work there's a lot of work that goes into being you know, to hiring us, uh, we're, we're partners on this, you know? So my ISAs, if we're making your calls, we could, we could back to back, you know, transfer. I remember one time I was afraid to transfer something to Lanny cause she was already, I had just transferred one to her a few minutes before that. So, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of work that can be involved with it, especially, um, if your leads are doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, we give advice on, you know, that too. So if we see that it's a lot of bad phone numbers, anything like that. Your ISA should be like always evaluating and always looking at how to improve and how to get conversion, but like get it to not conversion, but for them to convert it into an appointment for you to convert to a closing. If that makes sense. Yes. For, totally. Hi guys. <laughs> Bye. Okay. So any last questions? We're a little over time here. I just want to make sure. Okay. So you guys know how to get a hold of Sarah. If you don't take a look in the um, comments here. Um, overall, I hope that you got, were able to take at least one or two things, one or two gold nuggets away from here today that will really help your business. Uh, because, you know, I want, I want everyone to have massive, massive success. That's my dreams that everybody who comes to this call regularly, you are already like consistent about you're already, you're consistent about one thing. So that's great. So I want you to just have more consistency in your business and have more success in your business. So thank you, Sarah, for being here. Thanks Shane for being a guest. Um, and, uh, thank you everyone for attending and we'll see you next week. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the agent power huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the agent collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.